Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Al Michaels did not sound excited to call that game. You know what? I bet it's going to be a good game, too. It's going to be a randomly good game. Yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, the the the, the commanders aren't – they're 2-2, two and two and they're like – they're fine. Yep. Like they're gonna they're gonna be in the mix for that last playoff spot in the NFC. Yep. My fear is they're gonna fall short and then have just a you know just have a bad draft pick and exactly. like you know you're gonna have Hal who'll be like okay but you know Caleb Williams it'd be nice story Caleb Williams is a DC area guy. Yep. Um, be nice story if you could uh, but I don't th- I think they're gonna be too good for that. No so, doubt. Um, unless he stays maybe he stays I don't know they, there's that chatter that he he's he's telling people at least. That uh, he can make as much money at USC next year as he could as a rookie in the NFL, and if he doesn't go to a team that he really wants, if there's not a team he really wants to go to, yep, he could stay another year. I don't know if I buy that. We'll see. That it's, chatter. Yeah, it's it's all leveraging. You know, it's well, you yeah. know in this day and age, you might as well take advantage of it of it if you if you can. Though there's no doubt. No. Here's Mark Gennato, uh catcher from two to four. Reading at Commercial Appeal. Com. Thanks, brother. All right, no problem. We'll come back with the rundown, and Adam Chernoff's going to join us at 1225 Talk NFL Betting Week 5 with him. Stick around. Jason and John, 99 FM, ESPN. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Black time moving is changing, moving in the city of Memphis. And if you're on the move, let them handle it for you. 316-6196 is the number. Call them. Get on the schedule. They're the best in town. I, I got to tell you, man, I'm 32 years old. I can't be moving stuff on my own anymore, man. Throw my back out. Something's going to happen. <laughs> I just know it. And uh, chances are the same is true for you. Don't do it yourself. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Be a, you know, join 2023. 
go with the moving company. Don't inconvenience your friends. Don't ask them to help. They don't want to help you. Call Black Tie. They can handle it for you. 316-619-6. They have changed moving in the city of Memphis. Let them handle it for you. Black Tie moving. Best in town. Everybody around this time we do the rundowns. Go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. So, James Harden. You know? James Harden. Um, what a what a ridiculous situation uh, this is turning out to be with him in Philly. Um, he's practicing with the team in Colorado, at Colorado State. Um, why are they practicing at Colorado State? I have no idea. Maybe something with could it had? Are they going to Boulder for some reason? <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know. Think they're going to? Colorado? I, dude, I don't know. I I have no idea why they're in Colorado. That's weird. And then I think uh, I think the Mavs are in like Abu Dhabi or something. I, I mean, it's weird, dude. I mean, yeah, that's just that's another reason why I just love the grid. There, there's holding their training camp in Memphis. You know, they're just doing it where they're supposed to be. But yeah, for whatever reason, they're doing a they're holding training camp, or at least p- parts of it, opening practices uh, at. Uh, at Colorado State, and James Harden's there, but apparently he's there to only make life hell for everybody involved uh, in that organization. Um, so he clearly wants a trade. Uh, he wants out uh, of Philadelphia, and I don't know where that stands. But I would ask you, you know, why, if I'm a credible team, you know, that has aspirations and ambitions to win a championship or, or, or do anything – uh, meaningful. Why in the blue hell would I trade for him? You would, and that's why nobody is. Like, why? Like, like, buddy, you're 34 years old. You're acting like a jackass, right? And I, and I, I gotta tell you, I thought he actually did some good things last year. I thought like last he was year, good last year. Yeah, last year was the first time in his entire career where I ever felt like James Harden actually cared more about winning than himself. And it still ended in, you know, the, the way it always does with James Harden teams. Like, they end up going out unceremoniously and getting destroyed there by the Celtics in that Game 7 uh, and with him sort of disappearing. But I actually, like, thought there was some growth there. And uh, now that's all basically been undone by the way he's sort of carrying himself uh, via, you know, uh you know, the trade request. So I just, uh, you know, there are reports that he has zero intentions of joining the 76ers in earnest. And I just don't under really, I don't really understand what the, uh, what the end game is here for him. You know, do you just want to go anywhere? Like, do you just want to go anywhere besides, like, you can go put up empty numbers in, you know, Charlotte or something like that? I mean, like, what is that? I, I don't really know, uh, what he thinks is going to come of this, you know? Uh, no team, that wants to win is going to trade for him. No, they're not going to because at the end of the day, he's quit on three teams now. And I understand that the Brooklyn situation may not have been his fault, but he still quit on that team. And to your point, last season, he showed signs of, okay, maybe James Harden will be a number two. He'll take a back seat to a number one guy, be a superstar, help your team win. Yep. But then we find out that he was doing that because he believed he had a max contract on the other side of it coming. Well, it got reported today by Stephen A. Smith on ESPN that the reason he didn't get that max contract and the reason he wasn't able to be traded 
to Houston because they wanted to give him that max contract. That was kind of the wink-wink deal that he's been talking about that he had with with Maury. Listen, come back this year. We'll trade you to Houston. You'll get your max contract extension there. Well, James Harden expressed to Ime Adoka that he wanted to be a scoring champion. And Ime was like, that's not what we want you here for. And they have res- and they apparently rescinded that offer to him. And that's why he's kind of stuck in no man's land. And it's not, you know, I get why he's a little upset at Daryl Morey because he said, hey, come back and we'll make sure that you get paid. But at the end of the day, Daryl can't trade you when nobody wants you. Your value is gone. Right. And when you tank it like this, it's not going to help the situation. Right. He apparently only wants to go to the Clippers. That's the only team he wants to go to. But why would the Clippers do that? Yeah, I mean, well, in the end, I mean, that's not really working anymore. And as we've seen in the NBA, like, you know, these these guys who have their their heart set on one desk, like it used to, you know, it used to work a lot more frequently, but I think now, and Howard Beck's written about this at the Ringer, like teams are sort of putting their foot down more now, um, and it's working. Like Damian Lillard wanted to go to Miami, he didn't want to go to Milwaukee, but Miami had a crap deal, and so Portland said, "You know what? We're gonna wait you out, man. We're gonna call the bluff, and we're gonna see what happens when uh, you know we're getting into September and October and training camps coming up." And they ultimately like. I don't know how many I, – I think it's going to be really fun to be a Trailblazers fan in about four years. I mean, they're they're going to be good in a couple of years. They're yeah. sitting ridiculously. I mean, you have a core of Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, uh, uh, Scoot Henderson, DeAndre Ayton, and all these picks. I mean, you have so many freaking picks. And pick swaps in 28 and 29, teams that are going to probably be out of their windows and bad again. Like, Portland is is for real in a few years, maybe sooner than that. Um, so it worked out for them. And I wonder now, like, if that is going to inspire. And by the way, Damian Lillard meant a hell, hell of a lot more to Portland than James Harden means to Philly. Right. He has no leverage. Yeah, like, like James Harden is a mercenary compared to what Damian Lillard represented for Portland. I mean, that dude had been there since he was drafted in 2012. I mean, he, he was a lifer, basically. He was a lifer. So I, I think what ends up happening here is that you just – NBA franchise, and I think, look, it's good news for for a franchise like the Grizzlies, where, you know, it's like, oh man, uh, you know, if 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 John Morant wakes up one day and he just wants out of, you know, those days might be over, you know, like because ultimately you have to have a cooperating party, you have to have another team that's willing to do that, you know, and it seems like sort of quietly in the in the background here. Uh, it's not working out that way. You know, NBA executives are a little bit more, There's they have more spines now than they used to. I think Giannis is kind of showing the blueprint for superstars now and how to do this, where you know that you have about two to three years left on your contract, and that's when you start saying, hey, you know, y'all need to start making some plans for the future here, or I'm going to think about leaving. That's the way to do it now. Have a mutual agreement with them, and then the team can go out and get a guy like Damian Lillard. Right. When he did it last time, they went out and made sure that Chris Middleton was there. They got Brooke Lopez. They got Drew Holiday. Yep. Allow your team some time to build a roster around you, and that's ultimately kind of the thing that that Dame failed to do in Portland is that he just he kept talking about he didn't want to I didn't I don't want a super team I don't want a super team, and then he was like y'all never gave me a super team, and they were yep. like well what happened to all the running from the grind talk? So it's it, the player empowerment era has certainly felt like it's coming to an end, and I think the James Harden and Damian Lillard thing may have been the nail in the coffin. Yeah, that. I mean Durant is the last one, you know. I mean, but 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 people forget his first trade request was rebuffed. Yeah, I mean, he ended up going. You know, he ended up reporting and playing. You know, it was uh, he wanted the trade, and that was that was in August, and everybody was like, "Oh, Grizzlies, Grizzlies," and then it it just you know, and then it just never happened, right? So then he played, and then you get closer to the trade deadline, and there's a little bit more uh, 
there's a little bit more urgency. But you know, it's just not it's not it's not four or five years ago. You know, this this NBA, which I think is good. Again, if especially if you're a fan of a smaller market, you know, if you're gonna trade your your star player and your centerpiece, you're at least gonna be in a position to get an actual return. Because what it does when when it, when it gets reported right that a that a guy only has his sight set on one franchise, it just destroys any leverage that you have. Like any chance of getting back, you know, a, a decent return is just out the window. It's well, gone. It hurts your own cause. Like if you want out of a situation, don't just say, "Well, it's that one team or nothing." Right, because because your 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 own stuck. franchise is going to be less. Because if inclined. the best they have is Tyler Hero right. to offer. You're stuck. Well, I don't understand all the Tyler Hero slander over the I, last I, few I, months. I actually, He's I think that people, I, I, I don't think the offer is as bad or as good as people were making it seem. It was a fine offer. Yeah. It's Tyler Hero, Hakez, yeah. and a couple picks. It's not right. what was worth it for Damian. Well, Lillard. yeah, they, they did get more. They got than more. That. They, they yeah. certainly got more. It, but at the end of the day, if that was the deal they had to have taken, right. it wouldn't have been some horrific deal that people were trying to make it out. No, I mean, I Tyler Hero is still a six man of the year. Yeah, people forget about that. I think what hurt his his value was we just watched the Heat go to the finals without him. He was sitting on the bench, and the game that he did play, they looked bad. So that's, I right. think, what ended up hurting his value. To James Harden, he's got to realize, though, that he's not a max guy anymore. Like He's just not that no anymore. No doubt. He is a 15 to $20 million a year guy now. And he needs to realize that he can have you know four or five more really good seasons in the NBA of doing that, or he's just going to burn it all down and be gone in two years. It's it, because right. the way he plays, it's going to end quickly. Like he's he mm-hmm. once he can't beat people off the dribble, it's over. It, because that's his game: getting to the rim, getting around people, having them foul him. That is his game. And when he can't get around that first defender anymore, it's over. And guess what? When you come into training camp fat every single year, yep. it's going to catch up to you. That's exactly right. That's it's one hundred percent true. And so. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if, uh, if the Clippers are necessarily inclined to do it, uh, but uh, they are uh, the destination. They are the preferred destination for uh, James Harden. All right, we'll come back. We're going to be joined by Adam Turnoff of Right Angle Sports. We'll talk to him about the uh, Week 5 in the NFL, uh, some looks there, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, Turn FM, ESPN. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Adam Chernoff does it all for Right Angle Sports. If you're not yet, Subscribe to The Simple Handicap. It is an absolute must-listen every single morning just to get a nice overview of what's going on in the NFL market. Easy breezy listening, 15-minute episode. Sometimes he goes over. He apologizes for that. He joins us now. Adam, what's going on, man? In the midst of it for NFL week number five, a lot of news swirling around, a lot of everything, and a lot of bets going in. So a fun week so far. Yes. How are you guys? Uh, all good here uh, in Memphis. It's it's so funny, man. Um, I I was on the right side of, of Jets, Chiefs. Uh, I, I had Jets plus eight and a half and plus nine and a half. And uh, obviously that was a very sweaty 10-yard run there. Uh, from Patrick Mahomes, and 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 it luckily, luckily he had the 
sort of presence of mind and awareness, and he's one of the brightest quarterbacks in the game, to, to slide there and to not uh, obviously go into the end zone. But it, but it still felt like, just as an NFL better, like, man, the, 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 you know, <laughs> the, the margins that we're operating within here are just ridiculously sharp and thin, aren't they? Absolutely. And it's going to rightfully so draw all of the criticism and people are going to get hyped up because we've just become this group of people that wildly lives and dies with every single snap of every single game. But the fact is for Pat Mahomes or any other player in the league, if all you have to do to win a game and end it and get a win in the NFL is fall over, you fall over 100% of the time, and that's exactly what he did. So despite the complaining and the moaning and the hints of conspiracy, 100% the right decision by him. But that is... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. NFL betting at its finest right there. And a very good illustration, like you said, of how sharp some of these numbers are. Like, I'm just, you know, again, I, 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 I won those bets. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I did. But, like, was I on the right side? You know what I mean? Like, was Jets the, the in terms of your, your view here? Chiefs did get up 17 to nothing before, you know, that that miraculous Zach Wilson comeback, and the Chiefs still were a yard away from most likely covering this game, like, would you say, I know that Jets, the side did, did end up winning. Would you say that was the right side based on watching the game? Easy, easy question and answer. What number did you get with the Jets? <laughs> I got eight and a half and nine and a half. So you got eight and a half and nine and a half in a standalone game that closed seven and a half. You did your job. You made a good bet in terms of how the game played out. If you look at the end of it, if you never watch the snap of it, you go and you pull out the box score and you see that it was Chiefs 6.1 yards per play to Jets 5.9 yards per play in a game that's separated by two, uh, 0.2 yards per play and you're getting more than a touchdown, you made a good bet. 
where bettors tend to sort of get confused and start to sort of fall off the rails a little bit and get a little bit frustrated is they watch the game and say you had Kansas City in that situation. Like, well, they got up 17 to nothing. They blew the lead. He should have gone into the end zone. I should have won the bet. And it goes on and on and on. The fact is that you do your work before the game kicks off and then how the game plays out when you're looking at score lines and things like that sort of indicates what might happen in the future but doesn't necessarily reflect that bet. So you made a good bet at 8.5 and and 9. You beat the close. You made a good bet, and you got a good result. That's exactly right. Um, Not that we're going to spend the entire segment here on the Jets, but that was a – that. That was a hell of a performance from Zach Wilson. I, I think it had to be the – I know it was a loss, but I think it had to be the, the best of his career. Uh, was that an out-of-body experience against a Super Bowl champion where we just see competitors give their best? Or are you potentially upgrading this Jets team for the rest of the season believing in what you saw from him in this game? It has to be put into a little bit of context. So Chris Collinsworth did nobody any favors by all game talking about how incredible Zach Wilson looked, (laughs) which was really, I mean, it was isolated to like three drives, late second quarter, and then the one out of the break on the other side of halftime. But if you just took a step back from the week as a whole, and you looked at a stat line for a quarterback that was 28 of 39 for 245 yards, 6.3 yards a throw, and two touchdowns to no picks, with a QBR of 65.8. You would look at that and say, like, hey, you know, that was a solid game. Uh, He he did well. It was probably, I don't know, like 11th, 12th of the week. It was a good performance. That was the best performance ever that we have ever seen from Zach Wilson in a couple years in the league. And so how can you upgrade this team off of getting an all-time performance that even if you think, okay, he, that's the level he's at now. He's going to replicate this going forward. This is who Zach Wilson is. This is what we've been waiting for. So you're going to get like a, an average quarterback at best if he plays to an all-time level for him the rest of the year? What do you, what are you getting out of that? It's better than what we thought he was, sure, but like that's the expectation? I don't know. you got to put that game into context, and I think – I think the way that the broadcast was presented made it look a whole lot better than what it actually was. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I, I honestly I don't want. I know they're your they're your squad. I, I really don't want uh, anything to do with them again uh, if I can help it. Uh, so uh, yeah, and, and, and granted, it's the Chiefs. So you never and when you fade the Chiefs, it's never a good feeling at any point uh, in the game. But uh, I, I'm sort of going to take my money and run uh, with the New York Jets uh, at this point. That's how I'm feeling. All right, one release from Right Angle Sports this week thus far on the NFL, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers plus four and a half. Take me through why that side feels right uh, at this point, Adam. Okay, so something I think everybody listening to this right now can take away is, like we talked about how when you're looking at the scoreline, yards per play, things like that post game, you kind of take every game in sort of individuality, but there's things that you can sort of parse out and take away and apply to future performance. In this case, Baltimore, last week on what's called the look-ahead line, which is the first number that's posted, which reflects really a couple bookmaker opinions on where teams are ranked relative to others, Baltimore was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They got out to a a four-and-a-half-point favorite margin yesterday. That was the price, so they moved from two and a half out to four and a half. 
So that, from a better's perspective, is saying, here is the Ravens who are being upgraded. And although it only sounds like two points, it's two and a half to four and a half. You go through three, which is very important, and you go through four. That's a really substantial upgrade one week to another. And where you start to kind of parse things out for the Ravens, against the Cleveland Browns, the Browns were bet significantly before the Deshaun Watson injury news became official Sunday morning. Really sharp bettors wanted no part of the Ravens until the injury news came through, and the Ravens beat up on a Browns backup. If you go back to week number three, the same thing happened against the Indianapolis Colts, where the Colts at eight and a half and nine and a half were bet significantly. That game closed seven. The Ravens lose outright to another backup quarterback. So it's two weeks in a row where the market wanted no part of Baltimore, where they beat up on backup quarterbacks. Now they're getting this big upgrade, largely in part to the problems that Pittsburgh is having. And although they get another backup quarterback this week, the downgrade from Pickett to Trubisky, if Trubisky ends up starting, is far less than what the Ravens have faced in their opponents the prior two weeks. And so we just felt that this number had moved too far. There was too significant of an upgrade. Kind of parsed those things out. And we were looking at this game at a fair price right around three. And so anything above the field goal with Pittsburgh, we think, is a good bet. Yeah, and I mean, man, you just look at this injury report for Baltimore and it is just, it's substantial. I mean, uh, you know, right, and they're, and they're winning these games despite that yeah. and getting upgraded. Yeah. Largely the opposing quarterbacks are disguising it. Yeah. I mean, I, and again, you're getting a, you know, a divisional, you know, rivalry here with Tomlin sort of in a, in a, as desperate a spot as he has been in a long, long time. And he's just, he's sure. so, he's so good at these rah, rah things, you know, like that's, that is the essence of Mike Tomlin. Um, and it's not like they are going to win these games offensively anyway. <laughs> you know, it's not like this is going right, to be exactly. It's 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 all going to be about that defense and and uh, you know doing what it has to do. So I think that's I think it makes definitely all the sense in the world. Even if it's one of those, it's a little hold your nose just because how bad Pittsburgh has looked. But I certainly understand the logic. We're talking to Adam Chernoff here from Right Angle Sports. A couple other games I wanted to get your thoughts on. Uh, let's go here locally in the state of Tennessee. Uh, this number has flipped. Uh, Tennessee, the Titans are now a one-point favorite, one and a half uh, at some spots. Uh, you know, I know you think very highly, or at least you've talked about people who do think very highly of the job that Shane Steichen and, and, and that offensive play calling unit has done with Anthony Richardson. Is this number right to you? Should Tennessee be favored on the road? I think that the number's right where it moved to. Um I don't think the total is correct, though. I think the total is too short. And like you mentioned, part of my day-to-day is looking at other very smart people who publish work and do research and watch film and present their thoughts. And I've really been blown away the last couple weeks about how highly a lot of these very wise people are talking about Anthony Richardson as well as Shane Steichen within this Colts offense. Hard to believe it, but... Even with the missed game to the concussion and the injury, through four weeks, Anthony Richardson leads the NFL in explosive plays, which is runs for 12 yards or more or passes for 15 yards or more. And so this Colts offense has, despite how the score lines and kind of games have been played out, have been producing some really big plays under the play calling of Shane Steichen. 
Titans fans won't love to hear it, but when you look back at the Titans this year, very good against the run up front. They've been very stout, but defensively on the back end, what they've allowed opposing quarterbacks to do has been far too easy. The one exception was a hobbled Joe Burrow playing on one leg, stuck in the pocket. But Derek Carr was airing it out in week number one. You saw Deshaun Watson have his best game ever as a member of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Justin Herbert was throwing it 12 yards down the field for a pass. Like the Titans are just a massive pass funnel defense. Now, I think the Titans are going to have a lot of offensive success too against this Colts defense, which has got really quite a few breaks in the first few weeks and how they've had to defend the run, but it's going to be much different this week against Henry and company for the Titans. And so I actually think 42 and a half is short. I like the over. Uh, I think we see both of these offenses uh, put up some numbers. Yeah, I mean, I can't, uh, you know, in, in terms of Richardson, I, I remember going back and forth in in the uh, in the RES Discord. I think we had a play on Indianapolis or a, a total or something, and and uh, there was a guy in there who who was basically holding Anthony Richardson's college record against him as 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 if because he was you know thirteen or whatever uh-huh. whatever his record was in college that's going to prevent him from being a great quarterback in the NFL. And I immediately ended that discussion by pointing out that Patrick Mahomes was thirteen and nineteen at Texas Tech. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> there it, you do- go. it does not matter right, if you have exactly. the ability. Like, you're, you, people don't understand the level of coaching, right? It, it, the the gap between college and NFL, like you can't. It's it, it's it's almost impossible to quantify. You know, so it, it's it's asinine to base what a guy didn't. He might have had the, a bad staff. Like college coaches get fired all the time, and they never find work again. You know, like you can't hold that against him. Um, in terms of being a professional quarterback, I, I think he Adam has all the tools, and 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 um, he's showing that week to week with the throws that he's making. Yeah, Shane Steichen, a incredibly underrated play caller and head coach relative to the rest of the league. Uh, really aggressive scheme that he's trying to work in, and he just he runs quarterbacks so much, and it's so hard to stop. So. Tennessee's in a, a tough matchup this week, but a lot of points between these two, I think. Yeah, we're talking to Adam Turnoff here from Right Angle Sports. A uh, few more here that I want to get your opinion on. Uh, we have, why is Jacksonville in London two straight weeks? Like, that? I, I mean, I, 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 is that, that's got to be the first time that's ever happened, right? I mean, that just seems like a really unfortunate scheduling situation there. It's the new NFL. They say they want a team there full-time. Yeah. Let's see if that becomes the Jags, what the deal is. But, yeah, this is a tricky one to price with the back-to-back scenario. Haven't seen it. Yep. And now they get the bills. So this is a, a, a tricky one to come up with a number with for sure. Is, we're seeing a little bit uh, of movement here towards the bills. It looks like some of these five-and-a-halves want to go to six. If it gets to six, is there value on Jacksonville? Maybe it's tough. Bills are the best team in football right now. The changes they made to their offense have made them exponentially more efficient, and they're taking what defenses give them. They have a traditional ground game for the first time in a couple of seasons. Josh Allen is running less. The passing efficiency is through the roof. His accuracy is through the roof. This is just a deadly team all the way around. If they get Von Miller back, that's going to be arguably the best front seven in football with his return and how much of a difference he makes. The one, again, sort of scenario here is it's such an unknown. Do we usually, like, if this was a true game played in Buffalo, you're obviously looking at a much higher number, but how much are you – deducting for the travel, how much are you benefiting Jacksonville for playing the neutral site game the second week in a row? 
I just personally don't know how to put a number on that. So I have a lot less confidence looking at right. a five and a half or six and making a judgment than I would any other scenario on this one. Yeah, and and you know it's just hard. It's hard um, with how bad Ritter was to know, you know, just how much to to take out of that win last week. I mean, they credit to them. They 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 ultimately did it, but I mean Ritter was just so bad in the first half uh, that it's really it's really hard to know, you know, how much of that is is something that's going to carry over. How much of it was they just took advantage of a of a below average quarterback um for sure packers raiders this number for reasons beyond my comprehension is coming back towards the raiders i assume this is i can only assume this is garoppolo news related um it's basically one everywhere it was as high as two uh is is this a good spot for green bay even though they are quote unquote on the road it is a very good spot as you said the road the road definition is used in with an asterisk for any uh, Raiders game at the moment with how these fans are traveling to Las Vegas. I think it's a good spot for Green Bay. Las Vegas plays a very particular style of defense under Patrick Graham, which allows offenses to have things pretty easy underneath for the most part. We saw the Bills go on these lengthy drives all game long against the Raiders. Uh, we've seen uh, like a team like Denver, who's actually had a sneaky good offense, move it consistently. The Steelers look great. The Chargers had no issues. It's a big reprieve for the Packers after playing three straight weeks of teams like Atlanta and Detroit and New Orleans who are very man-heavy in coverage. And the Packers were without so many offensive pieces, a lot of which are going to be back for this week. They played Thursday night football a week ago. Now they're in the Monday night slot. It's as long of a break as you can have week to week without going on the true buy. And the Packers desperately needed that. And so with Jones back and not on a snap count, Jenkins back on the offensive line, you have Watson back, the Packers offense is just going to look so much better than what we saw last Thursday against the Lions. And that's going to go a long way. The, the big question is, is Jair Alexander going to be 100%? Because if he is, he can match right. up with Adams for, for the Raiders, and that's going to make a big difference. But we're going to see the best offense from the Packers we've seen all year from them. Um, and it's going to be tough because the Raiders haven't shown the ability to go score for score. And so Raiders got bet this morning, but I could only look to the Packers here. I, I just, you know, sometimes there there are moves that uh, I understand and then there are moves that I don't. And this is firmly one of them. And I also it also mystifies me, Adam, that Josh McDaniels continues to be the head coach, that he continues to be employed. Is he... I mean, and and you're and you're watching these. Is there a worse coach right now in the NFL than Josh McDaniels? At head coach, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I think that that's the worst. There's definitely worse coordinators. There's some OCs that are in way over their heads, but no, from a head coach, there is not. It's, it, and it's it, it's 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 mind blowing because you look across the street in Vegas. It's the it's Mark Davis owns the Aces, and they're a championship outfit, and he's done all the things right. And so it's not like he doesn't know how to do it. It's just like for whatever reason, like why why is it that he is so stubborn when it comes to Josh McDaniels, who has, you know, he, he didn't really deserve a second chance in the first place, and he's shown nothing to warrant the leaks that he's gotten now. Why why is he being so no, stubborn and, with this? I mean, even in the preseason this year, he had guys leaving town. Jacobs left mid preseason camp day one you had Devonte adams disagreeing with him last year it was constant meetings behind closed doors 
every other week. I don't know what they're hanging on to. Uh, but, yeah, it, no, it's him and Eberflus are the two gotcha. worst coaches in the league right now, and it's uh, it's ugly for both of them. Yeah, I uh, I will have no choice. Is I, I mean, it's just sort of my my uh, my my credo at this point is to is to fade the Raiders so long as Josh McDaniels is there. And then the last game, it is certainly the game of the week, Sunday night football, uh, San Francisco and Dallas in a rematch of the playoffs last season. You have some fours out there uh, at Caesars, for example, but a lot of other spots are sitting here at three and a half. Um, that, I want to say that's exactly what the number closed at in the playoffs last season, so virtually the same. Do you expect a similar outcome, uh, Adam, or, or do you think Dallas can, can uh, invert this thing and, and, and steal a win on the road? So last year was uh, three and a half and 46 and a half. So we're looking at a shorter total this year. Point spread right at the same number. Opened it a little bit higher, but it's been bet back into place. Um, I, I think that the game is going to play out quite differently from what we saw last year in the playoffs that ended 19-12. I think we see both offenses score more. And I'm putting that specifically on the defenses. Both of these teams so far through four weeks have played the easiest and second easiest schedule of opposing quarterbacks. And what that has led to with the exception of the Cowboys and Cardinals is both of these teams having very comfortable leads playing from very comfortable positions all game long. This is going to be the first time all season again, with the exception of that Cardinals game where the Cowboys offense and the 49ers offense are both going to be pushed and pressured to score and to keep up with the opponent. There's not going to be, in my opinion, one of these teams that gets out to a three touchdown lead, like seven of the eight games for these two teams have gone with where they can just run the ball and get out of the game. I think it's back and forth and we're going to see both of these offenses operating at their full potential, which is going to stress both of these defenses, which have just had it so easy against some of these opponents and quarterbacks they faced so far this year. And so that's how I would look at this one with the shorter total. I just I don't envision it's another 19 to 12 game like we saw in January. Adam, man, great stuff as always. Appreciate the breakdowns. Good luck this week. Talk to you next week, man. Thanks. Thanks very much. Enjoy week five. Yes, sir. He is Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports. Follow him on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Download the uh, RAS app where you're going to get a lot of the sharp and smartest betting commentary in the NFL uh, in the world. And then, of course, listen to him on the Simple Handicap podcast. It's just a great listen when you're driving into work. You know, you got to, oh, hey, what what happened in the NFL market? What are the numbers at? Uh, you want to be a better better. It's the way to do it right there. We'll come back. Norton Hurd, the fourth, is going to join us in studio. We'll talk to him about some big decisions that are coming up for Memphis basketball, get his thoughts on the conference race. Uh, NBA moves, Grizz, all that and more. You know it's always fun with Herd in the building. Stick around. Jason and John, I just trying to family ESPN. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Looks like it's about to rain outside. And you know what that means for your roof. It absolutely means potential storm damage. I hope it doesn't happen, but it does. 
especially because we had a bad bout of storms over the summer. So if you've sustained some storm damage, Connor, did you sustain any storm damage this summer? I have a hole in my roof right now. Well, then you know what you need to do. You need to call Chris McCulley of McCulley Roofing. Let I me mean, let you just. Are you partial to the hole in your roof? Have you developed a relationship with it? <laughs> yeah, I have I mean, a very intimate relationship <laughs> with the hole in my roof. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just part of the of the character now, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, maybe maybe you're like Connor. You just love having holes in your roof, or or, or maybe you want to eventually get those uh, replaced. Get the whole roof taken care of. That's where Chris McCulley comes in. He's going to give the insurance company, get it covered at no out-of-pocket cost to you. 487-7096 is the phone number. Call him. He's going to come out. He'll make it happen. Set it up. You'll be happy. Chris McCulley, McCulley Roofing and Renovation. All right, so I know we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, sports betting here on the show and handicapping and all that. Look, that's part of that's part of this what we do now, right? I mean, it just is. And I want to I want to tell you and I want to explain to you why it's important to look around. Don't have loyalty to one app. Don't have loyalty to just one spot because you're going to lose money that way. Remember we opened the show by talking about the AAC conference race and yes. what the, what the what the odds were at Caesars, FAU plus 180, Memphis plus 350. FanDuel has the same odds posted, the same race posted. Instead, they have FAU minus 120 and Memphis plus 210, right? Obviously much worse for either bet, right? At FA, at, at Caesars, you can get plus 180. At, at FanDuel, it's minus 120. At, at Caesars, you can get plus 350. At FanDuel, you only get plus 210. So it's very important that, you know, if you're going to do this, you know, take the time to look, you know? It's just it, – it, and, I'm, and I'm telling you this because I know a lot of people don't. I know a lot of people just – they pull up, you know, FanDuel or DraftKings or whatever. And oh, uh, I'm just going to bet it here because this is the one I know. Well, no. I mean, you need to, you know, again, you're going to be doing it with any regularity. Uh, you owe it to yourself to uh, to just shop around. Sometimes FanDuel will have the best number. Sometimes Caesars will have the best number. Um, but 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 look around um, and, and, and save yourself a few bucks. I, I am a philanthropist, and I don't get credit for that. You're a man of the people. I don't get credit for that, Connor. You know, people think I'm, I'm, uh, you know, a, a heel or a villain or something. All I want to do is help. You're yeah. Robin Hood, yeah, for sports gambling. I mean, that's, that's all, all you are. I just want to, I, I want to help you guys be smarter. You know, when it comes to your finances, and and yet I just sort of get, I get painted in this corner that I'm like a hater or something like that. You know, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm like Mother Teresa out here, bro. You know, I'm like the Salvation Army out here, one man Salvation Army. And I'll never get credit for that. It's unbelievable. Uh, but but that's an interesting uh, it's an interesting twist there. Uh, and I won't get into what that all means. Like there's like theoretical holds by the book, right? It's much higher for Fanduel when they're offering odds like that. They're gonna keep more money that way, right? As opposed to Caesars, who has a lower. But that's not that's not something that most people are are, are gonna understand here. Hey, are you excited for Student Madness? I know you're not a student. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. I am excited for. It. I'm excited to see how it works. Um, right. I, I to be quite honest, you know, I've always thought that the madness was more for the people that go to it than the players. And I think I like that it's going to help build a relationship between this new team, the student fan base. Hopefully, it gets more students to go to the games. We get a hype hype student section there. It's it just it feels like it's more focused now since it's just the students, and I like that. Yeah, I think it's uh it's a great way to just you know reconnect. Um, well, it's less pressure on the on the uh, players totally, too. Totally, I mean, and you you, you you know who you're doing it for. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you don't have to be all things. Because I, I do think that is that is where, like, you got into a little bit of trouble with that event specifically. Right. You know, you're trying to be all things to all people. You're trying to cater to the recruits. You're trying to Very cater much to, the, so. to the old fan. And you can't. You just can't. Uh, so you had old people like, oh, I can't believe. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 